Welcome to Nexus Podcast, the podcast that helps us know more about God. Each week you'll hear about topics and issues confronting us as Christians and ways we can become a more effective one. I am your host, Michelle. So now let's dive into our weekly dose of practical Christian training. So welcome back guys to episode 9 and I titled this episode as you obviously already know by now it's not about you so our theme verse will be taken from James chapter 3 verses 13 and it says are they people among you who are wise and understanding they'll prove it by their good deeds performed with humility and wisdom so first of all it talks about being wise and being understanding and then how to prove it or how those who have this wisdom and this understanding will prove it is by their good deeds so how can we demonstrate godly wisdom in this sense true wisdom is to accept god's vision of how the world works okay so let me give more insight into that the mentality that my happiness matters most or all people have right to their own preferences and opinions about what will make them happy is an easy trap that the devil sets in getting so many people nowadays and it's like it's becoming very popular now do what makes you happy or follow your heart or just do you you know put yourself first you know so it's getting very very popular now as a trend or as a hashtag on instagram and even so many other social medias everyone is trying to break free and know their rights and live by their own rules which in some ways to an extent is entirely not wrong but only when your rule doesn't correlate with god's rule then that's a problem the irony of it all is that the more free you become to live under your own moral standards and rules the more of a slave to sin and the world you actually become so you're trying to break free from something but then you're becoming a slave to a bigger thing in john 8 31 jesus said and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free he was referring to us knowing him since he's the way the truth and the life and then he is setting us free from what from sin so even then while he said it in that particular verse the people didn't think that they were slaves to anything to the best of their knowledge just as we don't think we're slaves to anything i mean we are free to do anything we want we are not living under the military rule or under um other nations ruling over us in the colonial times but we are actually a slave to something that is way more worse and has way more repercussions than what we think that is sin and Jesus is the only person that can set us free from that. And I need you to understand that you're not the focus of anything, not even your life. The earlier you get this, the more your priorities will shift from yourself to God. You are made to bring God glory. And that is why we are here. One of the reasons why we are here is that we are supposed to reflect the perfection and the glory of God. That by how wonderful and how amazing and how perfect you are, the one who made such a flawless creation would be praised. So instead of doing you and making you happy, why don't you put God in the picture? And since he's bigger than you and his opinion about you counts way more than others' opinion about you, you are supposed to make him happy and put him first and think about him first before yourself. Let me explain further. 
Paul was trying to explain this when he said we were dead to sin and alive in Jesus. It means you've lost all rights to go by your own will and to do what you think is best because you are now dead to the world and to yourself. So by becoming a Christian, you've pledged total obedience to the will of God. This is what it takes to be part of the body of Christ. And this is not just all talk. Jesus himself is a perfect example of what it means to deny yourself and to be entirely controlled by God's will. At Gethsemane, the agony in the garden, Jesus, who is the son of God, equally God himself, had the power to just go back to heaven and abandon the mission he came for. Because he already knew how painful the whole process of the passion he was about to undergo will be. But instead, in prayer, he asked God that if it was possible, this cup should pass over me, but not my will, but yours. This is a very short phrase, but one of the hardest phrases anyone can ever utter because it carries so much weight. And if I can also recall, well, Mary also said similar things after the angel told her that she will be pregnant and she will be the mother of God. And she said, be it done to me according to your words. If we look at these two cases very well, the immediate repercussion for accepting and saying yes to God's will was torture, pain, shame, mockery, tears. And so it's not an easy thing to just say, let God's will prevail over mine. It's very hard because most times God's will is not our will at all. God's will is, <laughs> it takes so much, so much sacrifice from you. It takes a lot from you. And it's not always in your favor. It's in your favor, but like, it's not the most comfortable way. It's, it's going to be very hard for you to go through God's will, but it's not impossible. It takes only courage and boldness that the Holy Spirit gives to actually say these words and live under them. These are the words that we need to live by if we are to follow Christ. So you basically have no personal right or no personal goal or dream or no moral rule or standard governing you except it is under His will. Once you begin to make adjustments of God's teaching to suit your lifestyle and what you want, you've fallen away. We must be very careful in following hashtags or trends that are only concerned with making just you and yourself happy. Always put God's opinion about your life first because that is all that matters. His opinion matters more than any other thing. I recently came across a post that said, um, religion is fine as long as you don't use it to tell anyone else how to live and when i saw this post i remember laughing very hard because it was actually funny and then the funny thing the most funny part of it was that most people most of my friends were actually reposting 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 i was like do these people actually understand what this post is saying let me let me let me say that post again it says religion is fine as long as you do not use it to tell anyone else how to live and I'm like, what? <laughs> then, what exactly is the point of evangelism or obeying the great commission given by Jesus? Christianity is in fact, or was in fact established to tell people about Jesus, how he lived, and how we should live our lives as a replica of his. Even the commandments, both in the Old and the New Testament, were given to direct and to tell us how to live a life pleasing to God. And one of our primary assignments as Christians is to make everyone else aware of this. But now apparently it's a bad thing. And it's it's very funny. It's actually very funny. The line is only drawn when we become forceful or judgmental about it. We preach in humility and love and patience, just like James explains. 
anyone else that is telling you how to live your, live your life right or living the way of God and is becoming forceful about it or at a point is becoming judgmental and feels superior over you, then you know that, okay, this person is not preaching this thing by following Jesus. You are preaching that thing on your own accord. You're not, you're not supposed to force anybody. You're not supposed to judge anybody. You're just supposed to tell people. And I'm sorry to say that I will not stop telling people or reminding people of how they are supposed to live. I can't stop because that's one of the reasons why I am here. That's one of the reasons why you're here. That's one one of the reasons why we are all here. But then again, because of your shallow roots, you will let someone tell you how to practice your Christianity in silence. Oh, it's fine. You're a Christian and you believe in Jesus. Yay. But just keep it to yourself. What? You don't have to be confrontational about it all, all the time. I mean, you can simply be polite when telling people or even be an example yourself. Just by showing how you live your life, you are indirectly showing others how to also live their lives in the light of Jesus. But then be careful about being a hypocrite. Telling people one thing and doing the other thing is, is going to be very disastrous for you. Most people often detest Christians or always shy away from Christianity in the whole sense of it because they unfortunately came across the hypocritical ones and they'd be like no i don't think i want to become a christian because like christians are hypocrites and sometimes i actually don't blame them because when i'm actually looking at most christians we have nowadays most of us are actually hypocrites you say one thing and then your life is just doing another thing let your actions match your words i mean it's one thing for you to be winning souls for jesus and for the church and for Christ is another thing for you to be complacent and to be lukewarm and not be winning any souls it's another thing for you to be leading people away from Christ like that one is just bad that one is the worst so please don't be a hypocrite let your lives be bringing people into the church not away from it back to the topic all of the questions all of the apostles sorry all of the apostles of Jesus and even John the Baptist preferred to tell people how to live their lives rather than save their own lives. John got beheaded, if you can recall quite well, because he told the king it was wrong to take his brother's wife. First of all, he was put in prison, and then we all know the story of how the daughter danced well, and the father promised to give her anything she asked, and she asked for John's head, and that was how John died. The apostles, every one of them, if you follow their story, not even that it was not written in the bible even after the bible even outside the story of the bible you can research on them each and every one of them died in like the most painful and gruesome way you cannot you cannot even begin to imagine and why because they were preaching about god and telling people to turn away from their sins and turn away from their old lives and come and accept jesus and believe in him i mean this just proves how far by far and how more important this job is to tell people about jesus and how to live how more important it is than your own life but then no you all don't want to hear that part because it makes you feel guilty and then you twist the story and then you call it being judgmental that's the one of that that's the, that's another thing that's trending now anytime somebody's saying the truth or anytime somebody's actually making sense of things that you all don't see where well, you call it being judgmental you're judging oh christians are so judgy this is very it is a misunderstood <laughs> English will not disgrace me. <laughs> this is a misunderstood situation. There is a very fine line between saying the truth and judging. You don't want to hear the truth because you know you're doing wrong. I mean John 3:20 literally says, "All those who do evil things hate the light and will not come to the light because they do not want their own evil deeds to be shown up." 
I do have a right to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. I do have a right to tell you that you should do this if you really want to follow Christ. And you have the right to do the same thing to me. That is what the point of Christianity is. Helping each other by correcting in love. Love is in capital letter, hyphen, whatever, italics, anything to make it pop out. Because first of all, we are not doing it in love. That's when being judgmental about it comes comes in. And that's when being superior, that's when being that's when it just becomes toxic. You're not actually doing what you're supposed to do anymore. You're doing it in your own brain, by your own way. By correcting each other if you tell me okay this thing i'm doing is wrong and i tell you okay this thing you're doing is wrong we can help each other to grow spiritually together because nobody knows it all and nobody is perfect we all need each other to correct ourselves and to check ourselves what i don't have the right to do is to judge you because of your wrong or feel superior over you because i feel i'm more holy or force you to do what is right i can't force you to believe in jesus or force you to read your bible these are things you have to do for lunchly but I can tell you about it and I can tell you to do it, but I can't force you. You can as well choose to close your ears and to not listen. That is, as long as me, I am here and eh? you cannot close my mouth. Because I don't know, first of all, this podcast, this episode was supposed to be released on Sunday, as I promised. But I became, I became anxious about releasing it because... I didn't know how people would react to this podcast. You know, I first of all said, at my first episode, I was talking about how we should be bold and how we should be confident. Well, it's it's not something that it just happens. Like, you, maybe for me, I don't know how it is for other people, but for me, I was bold then, but sometimes I'm, I'm actually shy and I'm actually anxious. Okay, how would people actually react to this? How would they receive this message? So, it was just mixed up mixed up emotions running with me running through me since that sunday and then yesterday i'd be sunday evening i was like i should just change this topic because i don't know how people will i don't know if they'll feel like i'm judging them <laughs> the same word comes again how whether they'll feel i'm judging them and it was just this morning i was like what michelle what are you actually doing i mean you actually started this podcast to be saying things that people don't want to hear as long as it's the truth you have to say it i'm like okay you know what see i'm just gonna do this i'm, I'm gonna just do this so it's fine you cannot stop me from saying the truth if you feel guilty or if you feel i'm judging you you can like just come and tell me okay so why why are you doing this why things and i've explained myself perfectly because i don't think i would on purpose judge anybody bruh i'm not even in the position to do that at all i'm not even close to being in the position to judge anybody because i myself i'm struggling with so many personal things right now so i'm also going so i'll love you to go that's why i'm telling you some things but if you choose to close your ears and to not listen remember that john 8 47 says he who comes from god listens to god's word you however are not from god and that is why you will not listen so i implore you to please listen and don't close your ears because this thing is not a joking matter it has to do with your eternity it has to do with your salvation so if you feel that you're guilty or something or you feel uneasy in some kind of way over a certain post or not even just my post like other christian influencers and other spiritual posts i feel you should check yourself because 90 percent of the time you are actually guilty of that thing and that's just your conscience disturbing you so we will go for a short break and when we come back we shall continue
what you've heard so far, then make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Next Steps Podcast because it's now available on the Apple Podcast. Yay! Don't forget to also rate and leave a review. Now back to the topic. Where we stopped. Remember that choosing God and being bored about Him will get you in trouble. It will get you in a whole lot of trouble, but still do it. Hatred and persecution will come in different forms because this world hates truth. If there is one thing I have realized in the past few weeks is that this world hates truth. We hate hearing the truth. We hate hearing things that are right because it used to pinch our body because we are guilty of it. You understand? Jesus said in John... <laughs> you guys might have noticed that I always I always say, I'm always saying Jesus said, Jesus said. Because, I don't know, I just feel that words that actually came out from the mouth of jesus that is god those words are written in red they just have this like personal effect on me because it's like he it's not even it's like because he has foreseen the future do you get so he knows that things like this will happen and so he talks about them two thousand years ago and then when you're reading them again it's like wow this is exactly what's happening in john eight forty, he said all I have ever done is tell you the truth I heard from God, yet you are trying to kill me. See, if we're going to be saying the truth, if we're going to start this journey about preaching about God for who he is and telling people about what he actually said without twisting anything to meet their demands, people will try to kill you. <laughs> I don't... It's... Okay, pro- actually, people will try to kill you just because you're in a country where you are free to believe in whatever you believe in doesn't mean that there are other christians that are as fortunate as you there are people that are living in areas that you can't you dare not come out to say that i believe in jesus they will they will kill you straight away so yes people will try to kill you either physically but in some cases most cases mentally verbally or even emotionally and even use the posts like what i just mentioned earlier just to dim your voice or to bring you down but don't relent in what you're doing because you can never can tell who God is trying to use you to reach out to. Possibly God is trying to use you to convert somebody that is going to be doing so many, so many things in this church. But then because you are feeling shy and because you don't want to go, you, be, you allow other people to bring you down. I hope you remember what happened to Jonah when he refused to go to where God told him to go to. So let's not, let's not be stubborn or disobedient about this. If God is telling you to speak out just speak out and just believe that he's going to be with you to protect you through the persecution through the insults that you will receive just know he's going to be with you as many of you christians are listening now also if you see a wrong and don't tell the person what they're doing is wrong or look the other way you also will be held accountable for that same wrong whether you did it or not Silence as a Christian is not an option. You wanting the approval of people and the world and also wanting the approval of God is not possible. You have to choose one and you cannot be neutral about it. So it's not just about, oh, they're sinners, people are sinning, people are committing abortion, people are doing fornication, people are doing drugs. I'm not among them. (laughs) I'm not among. If you see them doing it and you don't speak out because you don't want them to insult you or because of peer pressure, you just and me, I beg, since I'm not doing it, let me mind my own business. You call it minding our own business in quote. You are going to be held accountable for that thing. That is that is that's that. So we have to learn to be courageous in doing this. And it's not easy, trust me. Sometimes I'm also not courageous. Most times 
actually i'm still working on myself as i even said earlier that i'm still working on being bold and being courageous and being speaking and being able to speak out so it's not like an easy process or a sharp sharp process it takes time but then if you are willing to do it god is going to help you through it finally i would like to conclude with this verse from revelation chapter 21 verses 8 which says but cowards and liars and the rest the place for them is in the lake burning with fire and sulfur which is the second death so now let's check ourselves this is how this is how intense being a coward is it's not it's not a small thing it's a very huge and grave sin if as a christian you cannot speak out and you cannot say or you cannot stand for what you believe in so let's check ourselves no i'm not even just talking to y'all listening i'm also using this to reflect on my own life am i being a cowardly christian if yes then just like i do because sometimes as i said i am also a coward myself in some situations ask the holy spirit to give you boldness and confidence to practice your faith and while you're doing that don't just pray for yourself also ask the holy spirit to help other christians everywhere as well just as ephesians six twenty says because you're not the only one struggling with this problem and definitely if you ask with all sincerity and with all readiness the holy spirit is going to help you pray for yourself and pray for christians everywhere as well and just see what god is going to use you to do topic today thanks for joining me this week if you'd like updates concerning this podcast check up on my ig page at michelle underscore igomo while you're at it do not forget to share and help spread the word also you can send me any questions you might have relating to christianity and the faith through my ig page or on here on this platform i'll be answering them on the q a segment that's released after every five episodes be sure to tune in again next week for our next episode and with that please stay safe stay blessed and have a great week.